Hi, this is Zach Bringer with Triple R Racing for the Monday Morning Meeting Podcast. We are live and in studio at the 704 Media World Headquarters. Come on. You're the guy. Steve always gets the easy part. No, Steve gets actually more time than most, which is not easy. That's talking, talking, and talking. Especially on a week like this where we sucked. You guys are just lucky nah, this ain't on video suck. because I'm so damn good looking. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody get some time. Nah. <laughs> and you're the camera guy, so you control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do that. We need a we, we need, need a, a we need an actual media guy if we're gonna do that. <laughs> we gotta have somebody sitting there pointing at it and, and uh changing it for us. Yeah. All right, John, kick it off. You ready? <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to go. You ready, Zach? I'm ready. Are you sure? I've, I've been ready. All right. He's going to say something we're all going to regret. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. All, all right, guys. Right. Welcome back to the Monday Morning Meeting Podcast. Um, you're here with myself, Chum, Steve, and Zach. And we're going to talk about our last race, which was at Caraway. So, First off, before we get started, Chum's going to give out a formal apology for skipping a week. Due to technical difficulties, so Chum, give out the formal apology. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's We're got a real sorry. Down. Why don't you let the people know what happened? Uh, we had a rough week, or a week, weekend, two weeks, whatever it was. Nothing worked. No, was, nothing. The worked. mics weren't on. The <laughs> lost power. Lightning struck the building, and tree fell on the back door. <laughs> Anything and everything that could do. The scooter be bad. won't start. The scooter is that's not, the a, it's not a ripper, thing. yeah. That's the biggest thing. Out of everything of that's happened, the scoop being down, man, especially this past weekend, sucked. That thing but was a ripper. That was a ripper. I mean, the problem was is we kept calling it a ripper. I'm like, man, you can dump it. You can freaking wreck it. You can jump a freaking big, you know, big old freaking culvert. No. I think you just, I think we had one too many, uh, one too many big, big, uh, big rippers. It the thing ripped, was, that thing hard. would start the third kick. No. No matter what. Remember the first time we well, kicked yeah, it? The it was first, the first kicked, time. Yeah, but in month. as the night went along, he got to three. So that probably had something to do with it. But And the culvert. Yeah, probably that too. <laughs> uh, that, All right. On to the next thing. Yeah. Oh, man. On to the next thing. Practice day. Caraway. Caraway on Thursday. Didn't get any tickets this time. That was good. Um, we got there in the afternoon, got parked. I felt like total crap. I was sick. Made a dumb move. Cost us a little bit of time. That was Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah thankfully. That, that was Thursday. Thankfully, that was Thursday. Steve got us back on track. Should we put our, our job title out there, our job search? <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> I'm getting uh, shit-canned. If anybody <laughs> listens to this and has, has experience working on race cars and wants to continue working on race cars, send us a DM and we'll talk. We're looking for help. Yeah. All right, moving on again. <laughs> Got back on track. Worked very, very hard. Um, car 
got a little bit better. Sam got a little bit better. And it just, I don't know. I don't know what. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. Sam said it was great. Um, problem number one. <laughs> that has been the problem. Sam, how's the car feel? I love this track. <laughs> how's, how's the car? I love it. Every little change. <laughs> Best thing that's ever happened to it. <laughs> Keep it there, Steve. It's good. Yeah, that, that's honestly kind of the most irritating thing. Is I don't think we've made a wrong change this year. Yeah. But I know that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just I mean, Steve's there. good, but he ain't that good. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, like sometimes you can just watch it and just tell that it's not good. Which we've done. I mean, yeah. we've we've noticed that that it hurt the stopwatch, or like I don't remember one of the changes we made today this past weekend. We it was Sam was kind of on the fence. It was better, kind of, sort of, but it was a tenth slower. Didn't look as good, so we went back on it. Or the one when we're going down the track and you can see it bounce into the corner, mm-hmm. and he and he comes in and he's like, "Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit better." No, he said it sucked first because it bounced like a basketball. And then he that, was like... That was the eh. second time. Yeah. 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 So, but it happens. I think the biggest thing, and I actually, I called Sam and we talked about it. The biggest thing that's changed is at the beginning of the year, we preached to him how hard this was going to be and that it was going to take a lot of effort and he would have to work for it. And these, these mm-hmm. races were going to be a lot tougher than what he was used to. Mm-hmm. And I think at Dillon, it was his first real race with the tour i mean like we ran the two Mm -hmm. with hickory last year but yeah he was comfortable there Mm -hmm. so dylan was like his first out of element race and he put in a lot of work to be good there Mm -hmm. and it showed and then went to hickory after that and again he's comfortable there that's hickory is a different game for him and then we went to orange county that was the thirty thousand race the results didn't show it because events that happened and mm-hmm. wrecked with cars that we shouldn't have been around, but whatever. But we were actually fairly decent there. I wouldn't say that we were capable of beating Josh, but I think if it come down to it and strategy and everything worked out, we would have been in the ball game, maybe mm-hmm. at least. Four, third, somewhere in there. And so there's three races in a row with three fast cars, two third-place finishes, and the other one, again, just circumstances out of our hands so I think he went in the ace confident thinking that he belonged there which he does but he was showing that he belonged by doing the work Mm -hmm. and he quit doing the work and then you know things happened at ace which put us behind there in practice and we never were able to rebound and then we go to Caraway, and again like he's thinking okay Got my car back. Feels good. I belong here, which is true. But you got to work for it and earn it. Mm-hmm. And I just think that he's been getting lazy. And the work ethic has went downhill. I'm not saying it was huge to begin with, <laughs> but it's less now than what it was. And I think that's been hurting. And we, like I said, I called him. We talked about it. And we'll see. We go to Langley next. I think it'll be a... If he can stay focused and work, I think we'll be back up front. But I'm looking forward. It's going to take a lot from everybody. I hope it's as wore out as you say it is. 
Um, I mean, it's pretty gripped up. Everybody runs build motors and stuff up there. Do they? These inner, they, I don't know. Ace, I feel like you took well to. I don't. I thought he was going to be pretty decent there. I don't think so. Orange County was like a mid-grip, and so was uh, Caraway. And I feel like those are the, I don't know. I feel like he was kind of lost there. Orange but. County, we were decent. I mean, qualified seventh. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we probably could have ran up front the whole time. It was so hard to pass there. Uh, I think where we're struggling is places. I mean, everything between Hickory and all his legend car experience and all his, all his quarter midget experience, his driving style is not groomed for ace and carry. Like, he struggles mm-hmm. on tracks where you drive it straight into the corner. And that's what cost him in qualifying. He tried to get a bigger arc. Mm-hmm. This don't work. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that part. But that's a straight, you're right. I mean, it's a straight entry. I think Langley would be all right because you kind of, you know, it's a circle. Arc it. mm-hmm. It's not really an arc, but you're never straight. You know, you're always turning. It's a tight little circle, flat. For him, it'd almost be like a quarter major race. <laughs> Seriously. Be like racing in the Bass Pro parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say that. Dominion. <laughs> I think he'll probably struggle a little bit. Turn off the wall straight, get to the bottom. Yeah, it's high, it's high bang. You, you just go in the banking hooks you. Mm-hmm. High grip, fast. Kind of like Eldora, chum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would Jimmy Owens do it in this moment right now? Probably call Jonathan Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would. Hey, I tell you what, I didn't see uh, Jimmy Owens in a, in a uh, XR1 car or the uh, whatever those things are. The new Tony Stewart deal. Was Davenport? One? SRX. And Davenport's not. And Bloomquist is. Bloomquist is, though. Of course. Yeah. Last name. <laughs> I mean, he made my last name. I don't, know, I don't know who his dad was. Yeah. I don't know exactly. who Scott is, but nobody I don't know knows Scott Senior. <laughs> Old man Bloomquist. We don't know who the hell he is. Hell, he might be a farmer out in Missouri. No. <laughs> I think he's from Tennessee. Or and Oh, okay, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah Bloomquist is Tennessee. Okay. I think Knox, somewhere over by Knoxville. Actually, I think, because I think Smoky Mountain Speedway is his home track. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Kingsport? Kingsport's up by Bristol. It's asphalt. I'm trying to think. It's I a shithole. It's concrete. <laughs> it's concrete. <laughs> Newport? No, Newport's that's where Jimmy Owens is. Newport is Jimmy owns this Tennessee too. too? Mm-hmm. What's up with all these dirt late model stallions being in Tennessee? <laughs> stallions. Because <laughs> that's like right where the dirt tracks start and then they go west. They can keep them. <laughs> all right, but anyways, moving on. Friday. Friday morning we went in there, changed front bar, rear bar, front springs, and front bump stops. Yeah. Because I didn't think we were good. And I think we actually made it better. I agree. I think it was definitely better. We left it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we left it after that. <laughs> Mainly because it would have been three hours to put it back. <laughs> but I thought it looked better. Yeah, I thought I actually I think better. it helped. Times were better. It was more consistent. And he said it was easier to drive. Which that's, I want to take the blame on that. When he says it's easier to drive... And he can't tell you whether it tightened it up or loosened it up. Mm-hmm. 
I need to do a better job of just assuming if it's easier to drive, you don't have to hustle it. So it tightened it up, and he was probably loose to begin with. Mm. <clears throat> I thought about that the other day, too. I'm surprised, and, and I hate to jump into the race here already, but I'm going to do it for a second. We made a pretty big swing under uh, pit stop, which would help free in. It would help it tighten it up in, in, in a corner. Well, I mean, after he got, so we started. It was way better. We started 21st out of 22, and we told him, just take the first 15, 20 laps, feel it out, let everybody get single file, and start making your way forward as far as you can. Mm-hmm. Caution come out lap 29. We were 19th. He said it was loose in. But, I mean, he had at that point 19 or 30 laps to feel it out, try and pass people. And when I think that's what it takes is when you're trying to pass somebody, you realize then where you're getting beat and how you're getting beat. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's loose in. So we dropped the left side track bar an inch and a half under caution. And it was way better. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was, it woke it up. I mean, it yeah. tightened it up. That's what he needed. So definitely. That was, I don't know, I was just, I was surprised. Um, an inch and a half is, you know, pretty good swing. But, I mean, like, it's, like you said. I mean, you're you lap 30 in the race. You're yeah. not, we're not coming down pit road. <laughs> to make a quarter inch. Yeah, we're not going a quarter inch at a time. You better be. It's time to swing. Yep. It's time to swing. <laughs> so, um, but that still don't take away from the fact that an inch and a half is a lot. Um, and it made it better. I mean, it, it, it was, same was way better. No, it's not like we pitted from fifth. Yeah, yeah. And we just wanted to tweak on it. I mean, we pitted from 19th, and we were back there because we sucked. <clears throat> when you suck, you take a swing at it. Oh, yeah. No. Those guys up front, they, they're they still a quarter inch away from being perfect. We were an inch and a half plus. <laughs> but like I guess it woke it up after that. That was that was wild. Um, so I know we had, you know, with the break. So Did you go back and watch the race? I have not yet, no. So I went back and watched the race, and when we pitted under that caution, uh-huh. the announcers were like, well, Sam Butler comes to pit. They're all just standing around the car. They don't know what to do. I heard like, him say that. I heard him say you that. You idiots. Yes. I, I really always used to think Tony Stevens did a good job, and honestly, he's got awful. Yeah. I, so I heard them say that, and that's why I actually went to the pit reporter. I was like, hey, we're dropping track bar. Yeah, they did so, mention that after. And I was glad they did because I heard them like, oh, they're, just, they, they're so lost. They don't know what to do. I'm like, all right, we got to fix this real quick. <laughs> pit reporter guy, uh, we dropped the left side track bar. Okay, cool. Thanks, buddy. I honestly didn't hear that. So yeah, I was. You didn't go was, back and watch the race then. No. <laughs> I didn't hear it during the race. No, I didn't yeah. hear it either. But I don't know why or how. But the, the speaker right where we were pitted on the front stretch was pointed kind of towards us. So I, I heard it there. But yeah, I was not impressed. When it's race that. time, I kind of get zoned in. I don't pay attention <laughs> to everybody around me, which is kind of probably bad to be standing on pit road. And not be paying attention. <laughs> but it is what it is. I get zoned out. Funniest part, you know, we're, we're there. So race takes up. We're going green again. Uh, oh, we have to mention, too. Uh, well, never mind. This is later. Are you talking about? Before the pit, uh, before the spin out. Okay. We, we pitted at lap 30. And then went to lap 45. Is when and we went to lap 36. 36. Yeah, lap 36, the people in front of Sam were wrecking, and he checked up, and the guy behind him didn't check up as fast as him, got into Sam, spun him around. Yeah. 
And that actually led to our pit stop at lap 45. Yeah. When he got spun, it sounds extravagant. <laughs> I know it does, but I'm telling you, you can look at the brake duck. I'll bring it to Hickory Saturday. <laughs> we'll post this is what happened, yeah. He, he, went, he turned the wheel right to try and save it while he was spinning. When he turned the wheel right, the left front brake duck hit the left front upper control arm, which in turn tried to push. You know, as he's turning the wheel to the right now, the brake duck has stopped. So he's turning the wheel, and he turns it to the point to where the brake fitting on the caliper gets into the brake duck, and it twists it and knocks it loose. So I can prove it. <laughs> I mean, it was, that was it. I mean, we legitimately had the hood off, couldn't, didn't see nothing on the right front because he kept on saying something's wrong with the right front. Um, and he had no brakes. So went there, nothing was going on. You or Chum was looking at the left yeah, front. That was me. And I just seeing saw fluid. the puddle all over. Yep. The whole left front, seeing tire, the, the, wheel, all. So I mean, when you seen that, yeah. what, you started calling Steve. Yeah. Steve came over. Started assessing it. It was it was the brake line, the fitting on the on the mm -hmm. caliper, with the brake duct sitting in there, just all jammed up between everything. So we ended up taking the brake duct off, taking the brake fan off, fixing it, dumping fluid back in the master, bleeding it out. So meanwhile, Sam's on the radio. He's telling us he's <laughs> like, I am not not finishing another race. Yep. And honestly, at that point, we're ten laps down. I personally didn't see the point going back out but when he's on the radio saying that and you, know, you could tell it meant a lot to him he wanted to go out there he wanted to finish yeah so hold on we gotta throw in meanwhile yeah this we're is on jack stands uh -huh. yeah right fixing the brakes and phil which is the cook or whatever he looks down at the right front tire and it's setting on the actual wheel like the wheel is on the <laughs> flat. pavement flat like real flat and so he's like hey chum come over here i was like mm -hmm. what he's like i think that tire's flat and i looked at it i was like <laughs> You think? Yep. <laughs> yep, that's flat. <laughs> but it was so funny because Sam came in. He's like, are you sure I ain't got a flat tire? I'm like, but it's up. Like, it was up at the it time. Was. It, was. it was up at the time. But We didn't throw an air gauge on it. I will say we never put an air gauge on it. Yeah. Oh, it was real flat. Because, well, no, well when he, I'm saying when he pulled it, in. Yeah, when, when, when we looked at it and we first said it's not flat, we did not have an air gauge on it. We were more looking for the brake issue. Break issue. Yeah. yeah. So found the brake issue. I mean, and so honestly. Me and Roger fixing the brake issue on the left front and then we're both leaning over taking the brake duck off cutting zip ties loose getting the fans out of there and stuff and dumping fluid in there and the next thing i know the right side of the car is going up and like i'm, I'm on my tippy toes now now i'm like leaning on the fender <laughs> and it was just funny that that happened it's kind of wild sam's had enough flat tires now that he obviously knows what it feels like uh but he called it i mean i knew I'm surprised because it was a brake issue, pedal going to the floor, and he still felt like the right front was going down, um, and he was right. So we told him, no, he wasn't right, and then – No, we didn't say anything. A few just, laps later, yeah. Yeah, we didn't say anything to him that he wasn't right. We just didn't change it because, it, like we said, we didn't put an air gauge on it. Mm -hmm. We just were looking – we looked at the tire. They were up, appeared up, and then went looking at the brake issues. So We caught it, like, right at the perfect time, though, because as soon as we got that done – then we put the left side down, mm -hmm. and then we were ready to go. We and this is what's on. wild. So we went one lap down before we came down pit road. We only lost nine laps. I know there was two cautions in there. But we only lost nine laps, changing right front tire, completely bleeding a left front caliper, which was empty at that point. Wait, what? We were. No, yeah. I thought it was 11 or 12. No, we, we were only, when we got back on track, we were 10 laps down. 
Really? Yep. That's fast. There was two cautions in between there, which caution laps don't count. Yeah, but still bleeding them takes. He didn't. No, we never went a lap down before he come in. I thought we went one lap down before. No. Okay. No, before we come in. No, that's when the leaders were catching us. But then there was that caution or whatever. Yeah, there was a caution. Okay. And then he was like, "Well, I'm, I'm all right. I think I can drive it." And we're like, "Dude, yeah, look where we're at. Like, bring it down pit road." So he brought it down pit road. We lost 11 laps on in the pits. We come in at lap 45 and went back out at lap 56. Okay. So there were like three cautions during that time, though, too. Two. And uh, well, really, pretty, that's still pretty good. That's what I was saying. We we did a pretty good job to lose ten laps, eleven laps, whatever it was. Um, yes, there was two cautions in between there, but they were quickies. And so I was, I was by lap eighty, though, we were seven laps down. Yeah. We got three lucky dogs. Yep. And we had to tell Sam just to calm down. Yeah, yeah. he was ready to mow through everybody. Yeah, like he went back out. At the time he went out, I think they were actually going green. Yeah. They were going green, like coming to the green. He was leaving pit road. Yep. So he was about half a track behind the field. Mm-hmm. He actually caught the field, and then he keyed up on the radio. He's like, all right, Steve, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I was like, dude, I hate to break it to you, but you're not doing anything. Like, just sit yeah. there. Those people in front of you are still running a race. Yep. We are just running laps. And I think that upset him, but. Yeah. He's got to understand the etiquette and the respect you got to have for the other people out there. Yeah. And, and we were on the other end of that at Hickory. So yeah. I think that. Yeah, we, at Hickory, we were racing with a lap car and it pissed us off. We wanted to choke slam the kid, but we didn't. Yep. <laughs> but in return, we're also not going to be that guy. Yep. So. so. Um, and by the end of it, I mean, I will say, like, with 20 to go, the leaders were like a straightaway back and the people in front of them holding them up mm-hmm. and i told him all right kid just take go it at it don't take anybody out of the race yeah but have some fun like race some people pass some people be done you told him not to lay a fender and he didn't he didn't yeah. touch not one car so but he passed five, five or six, six cars, cars at least by the end of it and it was spread out at that point it wasn't like it was a restart or anything it was pretty spread out yeah i mean i don't i don't think he poked his nose in any two cars that were racing no he just and as he called him he passed him on the green white checkered he wanted to go we told them to start in the back. Again, um, there was a couple cars that were trying to do that were trying to lay back. We said, "Look, we don't need to be in their race. We're not in their race whatsoever. We're still seven laps down. Just hang out back there and finish these two laps." Yeah. We we didn't need to be trying to three wide somebody off a of two or anything like that. Yes, we know the car was pretty good. We could have picked up, you know, a couple more spots. Wouldn't have been mattered or nothing. So yeah, just, would have looked good on TV. That's about it. Yep. Sucks, but those guys were racing for positions. We were racing for nothing. So, man, I feel like we're on Chicago PD now. <laughs> we. But all right, so that's Caraway. Yep. We got. We're going back to Langley in two weeks with Sam for the with the car store. Uh. This week we got Paul at Hickory. Yeah, this week's Paul at Hickory. It's a seventy-five lapper. This is his first like kind of long race where you have to pace mm-hmm. yourself in there for about six or seven laps. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. going to be a lot of cars. Yeah. Actually. They're good cars, I think. We just saw on Facebook they were saying there was going to be at least 15. Mm-hmm. So. So. I, I think that's going to be awesome. I do, too. I think this will be a good test for him. 
it'll really let him know where he's at. Yeah. The last race we ran with Landon and with the uh, uh, Chase Dixon kid. Um, and the Chase Dixon kid was pretty good in the race before that. Landon's always pretty good. It was He had a really good run. was running very fast laps at the end. So I think the kid can do it. Um, we've... Uh, it's going to be a good judge, though, with that many cars, and there's going to be several good cars there, so um, I think it's going to be good. Tell me again. Do you think it's going to be good or no? It's going to be good. I'm excited. G-double-O-D. Are you excited, Joe? I am very excited. It's what fun. are you excited about? Because you have a Paul Owens racing shirt with the Angry Angels, Drink Angry Angels. You know, Body fun fuel. fact, uh-huh. I have never tried one. Never? You're I've, full of it. No, I've never tried one. You're full of it. No. What? I haven't. What? Nope. Chum's a liar. I yeah. really haven't. Brought to you by hashtag drink, hashtag drink Angry Angel. I will try and one. And Chum has never drank one. Yeah. I have not. I swear. Yeah, Chum's lies this week are brought to you by Angry Angel Energy Drink. <laughs> no. Get it at your local Whole Foods. But I will try one this weekend, though. Yeah. Or uh, I th- you can get them on Amazon, too. Yeah. Go ahead and purchase one. I mean, I follow all those social media, so. Yeah. He's not going to be there. His dad's going to be there this weekend, but he's not. Yeah, he's in, like, he's Texas, in Texas or something. Yeah, Texas. Selma. He's eating the hell out of some good barbecue. Dude, I've seen, oh, I seen, I seen that seen picture. Ooh, smokehouse. Man, that, is, that look good as can be. Yeah. Texas barbecue is probably pretty good. Never had it, but it's probably pretty good. I would say so. I figure right there. Someone's going to tell us that was the best barbecue he's ever had. <laughs> nah, Kansas City barbecue is pretty good, too. Just saying. All right. Somebody take us out. Unless anybody else has anything actually good to add besides yelling Abby. I thought that was the that was the out. All right, guys. All right, peace. All right, guys. That's going to wrap up another episode of the Monday Morning Meeting. Be sure to check out the Triple R Racing Facebook page. Click on the website link there. It's going to take you to the team's link tree where you'll have access to all of their social media accounts as well as uh, to follow along and listen to their podcast. Uh, Stay tuned next week as we bring you another episode of the Monday Morning Meeting. See ya.